You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to this episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from the experiences of our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on the show may be the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through the support of our program. We delivered over 30,000 highly targeted sponsor impressions last month. If you'd like to learn more, contact our Vice President of Sales, Rose Chamora, at 951-515-4661. That's 951-515-4661. All right, now let's turn our attention to our second guest. As I said at the top of the show, Linda Landers, who is CEO and founder of Girl Power Marketing, is our guest. Linda, welcome to the program. Thanks, Rick. Nice to be here. It's good to have you here. Why don't we start by you just telling us a little bit about your professional background. Sure. Well, even though my degree is in broadcast and film production, my entire career has been in public relations, uh, mostly agency, some in-house. But I spent a decade as a managing partner with an Orange County-based independent national PR firm that really specialized in consumer PR and was really had a national reputation for creativity. Um, I worked with uh, several brands with Procter & Gamble. I worked with United Airlines, Taco Bell, Hilton Hotels, Kashi, Polaroid, Suzuki motorcycles. So did a lot of work, you know, in the consumer-based uh, area. But it was the work, I think, with Procter & Gamble that really fueled and fed my passion for the marketing to women space. So um, working with P&G, you know, really got me interested in a space that really hasn't been that well known. Really? No. Um, there aren't that many people that are in the space right now. There are some... And the space is marketing... Marketing to women, to marketing women. to moms. There are some ad agencies, a couple of them they are specializing. Okay. There are a couple of uh, research-based agencies, but not much in the way of PR. So when I decided to go out on my own and founded Girl Power Marketing... I decided that I really wanted to focus on that space, still within the consumer realm. Okay. And um, that's what I've done. And really, we focus on, we do do marketing other, you know, marketing to men as well. We don't, we're not exclusive to marketing to women, but we really do have that unique expertise in marketing to women. And we use both traditional and digital strategies to engage our, fe- you know, female consumers. Okay. I'm going to ask you a, a follow-up question, if I may. Sure. You said marketing to women and marketing to mothers. Now, those are different messages, and we'll talk about it a little bit later in the interview. Mm-hmm. Marketing to women is a huge demographic, right? Because there's such variety. Absolutely. Women as a whole are the single biggest drivers of the global economy. Just a couple of things to explain how important they are. Women control or influence 85% of all consumer purchasing decisions in this country. That's including 91% of all new home sales, 55% of consumer electronics, 68% of new car purchases, um, 66% of personal computer sales, and 92% of leisure travelers travel. In addition, most small businesses are owned by women. So when you take the personal uh, purchasing decisions and the business right. purchasing decisions, 
that is an economy that totals over $8 trillion that is influenced by women, which equals the economy of Japan. Right. So when wow. people tell the me... The third largest economy in the world. Exactly. Okay. So when people tell me that I'm kind of in a niche specialty, I laugh at them. <laughs> yeah, you know? It's a big niche. It doesn't seem niche, like much of a niche. It's a, yeah, right. So you, you said around 85% are of our decisions are influenced or made by women. Mm-hmm. Does that mean then 15% are made or influenced by men? It, it sort of feels that way, huh? Yeah, what you can do is you can make a direct link to 85% of all consumer purchases okay. are made by women. Okay. Yeah, so you can you can draw the conclusion that right. the remaining are are men. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, I, I'm just I'm thinking about my own life now in a little different <laughs> light and uh uh maybe it's indirect influence too, Hanlon, that may not be always the overt direct influence, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I think one of the important things to understand is how women think differently than men and the fact that literally our brains are wired differently um we have different priorities we have different attitudes and we respond differently to language and visual stimulation um men see themselves as kind of the center of the universe where women see themselves as more part of an ensemble okay men are all about me women are more about we and um you know, women's brains have four times as many connectors between the left and right hemispheres of the brain. And with that comes uh, on the right side of the brain is the home of the emotional memory, intuition, and experience. So really, a woman's heart is in her brain. So when you tell her a story that's filled with emotion and explain why your brand is relevant to her, is when a brand has the best chance of gaining her loyalty. Okay. So here comes the expertise about how to market specifically to women. And even though it's a huge and diverse demographic, your position and what I'm understanding from you is that there are some common things, and some of them biological, that work regardless of the the niches within the niche. But if you're marketing to women, there's there's a certain model, modality that is best suited to have them receive your message. Right. And I think one of the biggest mistakes that marketers make is feeling that if you're going to market to women, you're going to alienate men. And really, nothing could be further from the truth. Really? Because women have higher expectations than men and rate a brand's performance on a wider range of criteria. So they're a more critical consumer? Exactly. So the reality is, when you meet the needs of a woman, you're really exceeding the needs of a man. Wow. Yeah. I'm finding everything you say interesting, and I'm fighting the tendency to be a little, uh, because I'm a guy, right? (laughs) I'm taking it as academic learning. How's that? Basically, all we're saying is that women just require more. So nothing we're saying is offensive to men or anything. We just take it and take it up a notch. Right. You know? Wow. And I think social media has radically changed how women communicate and share information, and not that men aren't doing it too, but it's just so much more prevalent with women. Women are taking word of mouth and they're just adding a megaphone. And so now women are talking from a very authentic place and a very candid point of view and so much more. You know, women like to talk and share much more than men do. You know, right. that's just a general given. Right. Um, but suddenly, you know, brands aren't just doing push you know, information out. It's not a one-way monologue that's created by TV ads or magazine print ads or whatever. Female consumers are really taking over brand messaging. So their sphere of influence continues to expand. Um, One of the statistics is 42% of women agree that they feel responsible 
for helping their friends and family make smart purchase decisions. Not that they like doing it. They feel responsible for doing it. Right. Um, So today's woman is not only a consumer and a broadcaster, but she's an amplifier for what works and doesn't work in the marketplace. Her influence is carrying further, and that's why marketing companies are using social media, because it's helping them help those influencers tell their brand story. Right. They're they're advocates almost in some ways and and messengers for them. They're probably the best advocates for their brand story. Right. They're the most authentic, I would think. Exactly. Right. And probably the most believable. And it's exactly, it's what we've, you've probably heard this before. If a woman loves your brand, she'll tell 30 of her best friends. If she's really angry with your brand, she'll tell 300 of her friends. (laughs) And social media makes that so much easier. And so much faster. And so much faster, right. And it's a pipeline directly to, and Pinterest is a, is a, a, a I don't know if that demographic, the demographic of Pinterest skews towards females or not. Oh, absolutely. I would suspect like, that. To the tune of about 99%. Really? That <laughs> yeah. high? Okay. Well, it's it's definitely in the top 90. Yeah. Okay. Because we had dinner, my wife and I had dinner with our daughter, our, our, our only daughter, and she was showing us people she's following on Pinterest. And we're having a great time seeing what these other women, now that you say it, I didn't even realize it, other women are sharing pictures of babies in grown-ups clothes, this woman with the dog that cuddles with the baby. It's just all this Recipes, interesting stuff. Recipes, do-it-yourself projects, party ideas, She's planning fashion. her wedding, and she's getting so many great ideas from Pinterest. Wedding, yeah. You don't have to have those huge books anymore that you cart around that weigh 25 pounds. Right. You know, you've got your Pinterest board. Right. And she's coming up as the bride with a lot of ideas that maybe in the past you would have to rely on someone else for. But the community is serving it up to her, right? Exactly. So it's disintermediating other positions. Right. And before, she would spend hours and hours and hours doing all the research, going out now, and now it's coming to her. It's delivered to her, right. She finds the advocates, and they educate her. It's a wonderful world. It is a wonderful world. I love social media. I think it's fantastic. It's it's totally revolutionizing what we're doing. We're going to take our third and final commercial break. Could that be right? Boy, this show's just flying by. I'm speaking with Linda Lander. She is CEO and founder of Girl Power Marketing. When we come back, I'm going to ask you to share your guiding principle with our audience. And so don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be back in about three minutes for the last 10-minute segment here on Critical Mass Radio Show. There's something uniquely positive about the word up. When things are good, things are looking up. When you want to go fast, you speed up. And when you're really cheering, you stand up. So when you want to move up, what do you do? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's degree or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up better than virtually everyone else. And that university is Brandman. Brandman University is ranked by U.S. News & World Report as one of the nation's top ten universities for online bachelor's programs. And it ranked best in the state of California. Brandman also received top honors from U.S. News & World Report for our online graduate programs in business and education. Plus, our programs are available on ground at more than 25 convenient campuses. So to wrap things up, we recommend you look us up at brandman.edu. That's brandman.edu. And find out how to move up like never before. Brandman University. Move up. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. 
For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. I would like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 12,000 shows during the last 30 days. We here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. All of our shows can be heard live here on Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net, or rebroadcast anytime from Apple iTunes, Stitcher.com, and other selected business-oriented podcasting services. Our guest is Linda Landers. She's CEO and founder of Girl Power Marketing. Before the break, I said I was going to ask you to talk about your guiding principles. So if you could share what your overarching belief is, your your thoughts on how you're leading and growing your firm, I would appreciate it. Sure. Um, I would say that the two guiding principles I followed most have been to trust my instincts and maintain a commitment to excellence. Because I found myself ahead of the curve and in the position of educating a lot of business owners about the power of women consumers, sometimes I've questioned my own brand. And even I do have clients that don't target women, but that specialty can sometimes confuse those that don't understand, you know, the importance of that market, even to their own brands. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I just fundamentally believe that anything we do has to be of the highest quality and done to the very best of our ability. Interesting. So marketing to women, and we talked earlier about, you You mentioned women and mothers, and I'm thinking young girls, teens. I, I, I don't know how far into the spectrum of marketing to women girl power marketing goes. Well, I can tell you about that. Um, but something that's interesting is that you, you really can't segment women by age or target groups, I don't think. Really? I think that whether a woman is 28, 39, or 52... She's going to respond to marketing messages that respond to her, that, you know, relate to her life stage rather than her chronological age. Oh, okay. Unlike previous generations, today's women, they're not living on a linear line right. like we used to. And our grandmothers used to, they'd go to school, they'd get married, they'd have their kids, and da dun da dun da I got it. And they don't do it now, you know. Women are having babies in their 40s. They're starting new careers in their 50s. They're reentering the dating scene in their 60s. So, you know, it's all over the map. And so marketers need to really understand who their target is. If, if their target is a mom... Are they moms of toddlers or are they moms of teens? Mm. You know, are they women or if they're women, are they women empty nesters or are they single women? Are they women with no children? Are they women, you know, or are they moms? You know, what is it? All women, all moms are women, but not all women are moms. Right. You know, that's so, true. And just to make a point about boomer women, which, you know, now I'll get up on my soapbox. Today, every fifth adult in this country is a female over 50. 
and these women control more than half of our nation's discretionary income and three-quarters of this country's financial wealth with a net worth of $19 trillion. Yet 91% of these women feel completely ignored by marketers. That is where the money is, and they are ignored and they are ticked off. That's amazing because that demographic tends to be more affluent. They are. That is where the money is. I actually wrote a white paper. Um, it's on my website. It's called Boomer Women, the Invisible Gold Mine. Wow. And um, they are going to experience the largest transference of wealth over this next decade as they inherit from their parents and significant others. And marketers, it would behoove marketers to it take would. a look at this demographic. Oh. Anyway, so... So that's worth the price of admission to listening to a Critical Mass radio show right there from got, Linda Landis. Yeah, you've got women, you've got moms, and most importantly, you've got boomer women. Right. So marketers, take a look at them. What about these millennial women, though? Are they... Uh, do you have to market to them differently than Oh, others? you certainly do. And they are a unique breed. I just was reading an article the other day that said they don't feel the need to own a car. You know, car makers are tearing their hair out right now because, they, you know, sales are going down. They're not buying cars. They're, it's more important to them to have have their smartphones and their technology and when you add up all of the costs of, of their data and everything on all of their technology it's almost like they can't afford the car it's a car payment and they'd time. rather give up the car than their technology huh. so the car makers are going you know we have a generation that aren't buying cars wow. you know so it, it's a very interesting dynamic i mean it's fascinating yeah, stuff. it is you truly <laughs> enjoy it too and you you know what you're talking about which is nice to have you on the show speaking of knowing about what you talk about you have a blog girl talk can you tell us what information you put out on your blog? Who should subscribe to the blog? Just give us a sense for why you even started a blog. Sure. Well, it's called Girl Talk, as you said, and the tagline is Musings on Marketing and Motherhood. And it started out that I was going to talk about my area of marketing, which is obviously marketing to women, but then also my perspective on motherhood. I have a teenage son and navigating kind of those murky waters. And I do that, but it's it's predominantly about, you know, marketing to women. But anybody that wants to learn more about what we're talking about today on this show um, we'll find more of that, you know, tips, you know, whether you're marketing B2B or B2C, you want to find out about marketing to millennial women or boomer women or moms, it's all on the blog. Hmm. And, you know, uh, you can make comments, you can request information. And they, I also have a blog role with other blogs of, of colleagues of mine in the same space that would, I think, be interesting reading as well. It sounds like you're a thought leader in this area, in this focus of marketing to successfully marketing to and reaching the women demographic. I sure like to think so, okay. yeah. Because you're, 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 you're putting out content and you're creating, mm -hmm. that's, I'm that's speaking, a challenge, yeah, and you're yeah. speaking, yes, mm -hmm. and you're trying. It sounds almost, and I'm putting words in your mouth, but you're almost on a mission in some ways here. I, I think you know, just I think it's it's good when you're that passionate about I something. So. Hey, I'm not criticizing. I, I think it's a. I think it says I'm on the right path for what I need to be right. doing. Yeah, but right. I just really believe in it, you know, right. and, and what I find fascinating is so many people don't understand it and still don't get it. I find myself banging my head against the wall quite a bit. And really? a lot of other people are, too. There's actually a conference that just started last year called the 3% Conference. And in the ad world, you know, I'm in the PR world, but in the ad world, 90, they're, they're experiencing the same situation. 97% of all creative directors um, are men. And so the 3% Conference is kind of dedicated to increasing the number of wow. female creative directors and so that not everything is seen through the male lens or male filter. Wow. That's yeah. a shocking statistic because that's such a creative Oh, 
you know i don't know i wouldn't i would expected it to be not 50 50 but not three percent (laughs) yeah yeah cat gordon um founded that three percent conference he's doing a great job with that right right wow okay let's talk about a challenge if we could sure yeah you know we all have them and i'm talking with linda landers she is ceo and founder of girl power marketing can you share with us a challenge facing the firm and what you're doing about it? Well, sure. Talk about something that makes your head spin. Trying to stay um, current and adapting with the social and digital, uh, everything that's going on in the social and digital space is an ongoing challenge for me and my team. I think we need to reinvent ourselves every seven years or so, just because. Okay. Um, I think that means thinking differently about what we do, why we do it, when we do it, how we do it. And... Um, with whom we do it, you know, we help our clients evolve their businesses, and I think we need to do it as well. And for me in my space right now, that's staying current with everything that's going on digitally and socially and trying to stay up with it all because it's all happening so fast. And, right. you know, keep keeping abreast of all of the new and changing things is a continuing challenge. You know, companies that are either here on a radio show that are technology companies or companies like yours that have a business model that, is closely related to technology. I find you, you, you men and women have to really uh, the rate of change is much faster for you and it, you know you can't just learn something and it the half life on it stays with you for a couple of years especially in this area of technology you're just all the time people are moving and and I would think positioning yourself the way you are as well as a as an expert in this field you really have to stay current on the subtle trends and sort of identify them before the mainstream sees it. That's part of your value, right? Yeah, it's it's lightning speed. It is lightning speed. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. So let's talk about the future then. What is the future hold for your firm, Girl Power Marketing? We'll have you back in the future, Linda. What's going to be different in three or five years? Where, where are you taking the firm? Well, I think, you know, industries of opportunity, I think food and beverage, consumer technology, those are all good. But I think, you know, as far as... The things that are coming for any marketers in this area, I think content is here to stay. I think telling compelling stories, you know, storytelling is one of the buzzwords du jour right now, along with content. It's really about storytelling, which is not a new concept. You know, in PR, we've been telling stories since the beginning of time. But it's really a smart part of strategy for marketing to women because they respond to stories so well. It's an emotional connection for Mm -hmm. them. So I think stories help women decide who to trust, who they want to build a relationship with. And, you know, women are drawn to a particular brand due to the kind of relationship they build, and that's based on the stories they tell. So I think stories that entertain, enlighten, and inform um, are important, and the brands that know how to tell a good story are going to be uh, the ones that increasingly gain the women's attention. So Right, and those stories don't, well, they, they have to appeal. They don't have to be emotional, right? I mean. No. They, it, they have to be. They can be amusing. Right. They can be funny. They right. can. Women like to laugh. You know. Right. I mean, uh, it, there's a range. There's women who like to make decisions based on data. So tell your story with facts as well. It's not all. I mean, because I think it, it, people who maybe are less sophisticated in this area may hear girl power and women marketing and sort of niche it into this emotional sappy area. Yeah. And that's a disservice to to really what you need yeah. to do to attract that large of a demographic. Women are pretty hip and savvy. They get it, and right. they they can tell when a brand is being authentic and when they're not. And don't try to pull the wool over their eyes. Right. You know, they will not reward you with their loyalty. Right. And since they have such a disproportionate influence on the buying decisions <laughs> and influence, I mean, beware. It, yeah, yeah. You you would do it at your own peril. Exactly. Okay. So if someone wants to learn more about Linda Landers or 
your firm, Girl Power Marketing, how do they find you online? Well, they can visit our website at www.girlpowermarketing.com. They can call 949-459-1416, or they can email me at linda at girlpowermarketing.com. There you go. More than one way. I like it. Thanks for being a friend of our show, a part of the Critical Mass community. I've enjoyed this conversation we've had today here on the radio program. Thank you. You're I welcome. I love being here. Oh, it's our pleasure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to wrap the show up, and we do that by thanking our sponsors, Brandman University, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, Succession Strategies, and Center Club of Costa Mesa. Our engineer for today's show is Paul Roberts. Crystal Nunley is our producer. Kathleen Shepard is our guest coordinator. Our social media manager is Asia Celestino. Melissa Pedanti is our guest and live events coordinator. And our VP of Sales is Rose Chamora. I'm your host, Rick Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about Critical Mass for Business or refer a future guest for the Critical Mass radio show, maybe even advertise with us, then visit our website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. Until the next show, I hope all of your decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass radio show, Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi, 